0: needed. The current firm rate is too low. I don't know how to do that. Ooh uh-huh. Well. Okay. Okay, so, I don't know, you guys. It says my frame rate is too low for YouTube. So, worst case scenario, I'll have to share my YouTube video. And it's kind of hot, I'm not going to lie. I feel a little sweaty. Let's just make sure, there it is. Worst case scenario. I'll okay. Share. I mean, I'm happy with that. Okay. Let's get. Oh, you guys, how is your day? It's nice. And I feel like it's super warm. I don't know why. But it's nice. So, yesterday I went, I've been talking about or talked about this essential oil and I found a place downtown where and I've smelt it in a lot of places this was the strongest so I had to buy it (laughs) and it smells so good I don't know what it is about this smell but I had to pronounce it I want to pronounce it correctly myrrh that's how you pronounce it myrrh it's in the bible lots of times the essential the the all the stuff they used what was it joseph when joseph was taken into slavery i believe the people that bought him were merchants and they had this so anyway i had my son smell it yesterday who came home with black and nails it's just a phase that's all I know and I have to let him, it's just a phase I'm just praying that God guides him out of that but um, he smelled it he said it smelled like leaves I don't know what is it good for? it tells you in the back what essential oils are good for this one is for focusing, centering and meditation Hmm, I can believe that just dab some like down here when you're meditating Mm. I think I might do that tonight Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Mm, mm, mm. oh okay so where do I want to begin let's just get into it you guys what is walking with God today what does God have for us today I I did read ahead. I had to, so I knew what to say. And this one goes, do you really believe God? Do you really believe God is in absolute control of everything? Or do you think he just rules over some things? What do you believe about the Lord's power and authority in this What you believe about the Lord's power and authority in this world will affect how you view your circumstances. The Lord is high above all nations. His glory is above the heavens. Who is like the Lord our God, who is enthroned on high, who humbles himself to behold the things that are in heaven and in the earth? He rises the poor from the dust and lifts the needy from the ash heap. What do you believe? you got to ask yourself that. Dig deep. As I'm saying this, what do you believe about God? And it's all right. Be honest. This is the thing. You will never get to the truth unless you're honest with yourself right now. You don't have to be honest with anybody else in this world but yourself. I told myself that one day. I could lie to everybody else, but I have to be honest with myself. Truly honest. Uh, This was when I... was back in 2018, beginning of 2019 when I was going through my behavioral changes because I became consciously awake of my behaviors and I didn't know how to turn to anybody so I internally decided that I could lie to everybody else why I was doing the things I was doing but internally I had to stop lying to myself Because when you become consciously aware of your behaviors, you realize that you lie to yourself quite frequently and you justify your behaviors. I did it because of this, I did it because of that. Look at what they're doing. There's always a justification, an excuse. Anybody who has to explain something beyond a couple of sentences, usually is trying to justify their behavior, just so you know. I hear a lot of people, I'll ask them a question and they'll jump to a completely different topic and it takes them what was one i met somebody through a garage sale ended up actually pivoting me to buy this particular book it was the original there was a reason i met this person he he showed me the original manuscript of a.a You can purchase it as a book. It's not the big book. The big book for AA is not the original manuscript. Uh, uh, uh. Mankind, you know, they didn't like some of the words in there. Some of them were really painful, so they had to, like, soften it up and water it down and make it edible for some people's palate. But he said some things he was trying to educate me into following God. And then he proceeded to tell me he left AA. And he told me it was because of other people. He didn't like other people. I, I asked him, I had to go back. And this wasn't out of, personal ego you guys god wanted me to ask this is oftentimes you'll feel that drive and it'll be uncomfortable to speak something that's really on your mind you want to say something true so many times i did that people would tell me the craziest things and i'd want to say something i was suffocated i wanted to ask them the truth i wanted to say what was true i was too scared to say it but god has worked that out of me so i went back right and I go, why did you really leave AA? Did you leave it because God asked you to? Or did you leave for, for your own self-understanding because you thought you knew what was better for you? And he went on to go in this whole spiel of other people's behaviors And I went to intercede, and he goes, no, you asked me, and I'm answering. Don't interrupt. And I was like, okay. So I had to listen to 30 minutes to this guy explain. So I listened, and then when he was done, I go, that's not what I asked you. What I asked you was, did God ask you to leave AA, or did you do it because you thought you knew what was best for you? And he looked at me. (laughs) And he goes, I did it because I thought I knew what was best for me. And I go, okay, that's all I wanted to know. That was it. But oftentimes, you'll hear the darndest things when you let people really talk. You're just like, you're really telling on yourself. I look back and I wonder if people ever saw that in me. I wish they would have said something. Like, I really wish people would have said something instead of just watching me be dumb I think back and I wonder how many times. Anyway, back to topic, way off topic with that. What do you really believe about God? How do you see him? The very first, what would it be? March, April, May, June, March, April, May, actually those three months, March, March, April, May, those three months, March, April, May, okay, I really didn't know who God was. He was obviously powerful. I knew his power was greater than the universe. I had felt it. I had felt his presence, which was overpowering. It was greater than the universe. I knew he could do whatever he wanted. But I didn't know him as loving. Um, I didn't understand it. I was confused um, those three months in who God was. The reason that I was confused is because first of all, I grew up in in church, which I had left behind, and I, I became a person who didn't believe in anything spiritual or godlike. You know, this was my one life. And now suddenly there was a God who came down and I felt love and forgiveness. I felt him greater than the universe. and He told me everything will be all right just to follow him. That's all I knew. And after that, a series of events happened, all perfectly played out. Well played, God. Well played how he laid that see a series of events which God was in control and I didn't even know it at the time but that's all I knew that's all I knew of God it wasn't until I was in jail that I surrendered to God showing me who he was how loving he was and that he was in control of all things you know I had it took the time to trust him but what do you believe some people thinks he rules with authority I had this discussion yesterday we were talking about people who get what they deserve and they, the one guy goes oh they're just going to burn and and God's going to come down and get them and I go no he's not because that's how he would have done me for all the wrong I've done to others he would have came down and taken me out that's not God and he looked at me and I was like you know it's true because you're standing here. Our pain is our own choice. God never, okay, God never causes the pain. Our choices and our need to hang on to the traumas cause us that pain, okay? And it does affect how you view your circumstances, okay? If you don't see God as a loving God, you your view of Him is often how you view the world and how you view yourself and how you view your life. If you think God has limited control, I want to take, for instance, if there's a person who believes God gave you free will because if we sin, it gives God a job I've had somebody tell me that well what would God do if we weren't sinning he wouldn't have anything to do God doesn't want us to sin that was the most absurd thing I had ever heard that was another moment I should have spoke up and said the truth but I didn't I kept my mouth shut God doesn't want us to sin. But somebody who believes that they're entitled within their sin and that they can do what they want because they have free will, no, you can't. God is in control. And I will bring up a couple of things. I always refer back to this when I think about God in control in life. So the very first one I want to bring up is when God was trying to bring the Israelites out of Egypt. There was the Pharaoh, right? Many people know the story. This was the beginning. You know, there was all these Israelites who were enslaved. Just to give you a backdrop, all these Israelites, they sold themselves. It says it in the Bible. They sold themselves into slavery. I doubt I'm going to even find it now. Darn it. Judas said to Tamara. Is it in Genesis? going to find it. Okay, here it is. In Genesis chapter 47, Why should we die before your eyes, both we and our land buy us and our land for bread and we and our land shall be servants of the pharaoh give us seed that we may live not die that the land may not be desolate they chose they openly sold themselves into slavery they sold it for food so they wouldn't die it doesn't make it right that the pharaoh took advantage of the situation no But they did choose, they had a choice, they sold themselves. So now moving further, here we are. Moses and Aaron, who are servants of God, are trying to get the Pharaoh to release the Israelites and the Pharaoh's like, no. Why, because he was entitled. He thought he was above. He knew, he knew by all the things that were going on God was real. He knew it. But the fact was, he was so ego-driven. He just couldn't stand for the fact that there was somebody more powerful than him who had control. He couldn't stand it. He couldn't. Okay, this is when all the plagues happened. This was the staff turning into the stake, the locust, the the river turning into blood. The flies, okay. God brought it down to where what happened was he plagued he plagued the pharaoh in the land of Egypt in a way where it destroyed the land and their livelihood, right? So he brought the locusts, the flies, the frogs, the blood in the Nile. So he he wore down the people of Egypt. Okay, the Israelites were used to being poor and hungry and all this so they were able they were hardier so they were able to last longer through the trials and tribulations god was placing in that area but the egyptians who had been living off the fat of the cow had been taking advantage of the slavery of the israelites right when they didn't have water for a week it nearly killed them you know the now was turned into blood egyptians you know they were dying of thirst They weren't used to this. They were used to being taken care of. Okay? So then you got the flies, the locusts, the frogs. It was eating up the land. There was nothing left. It ate up all the crop. Right? So now there was nothing left for the future. God is smart. You really think about how God laid out all, all these plagues? It was strategically planned to tear down the Egyptian people and weaken them, take all the land, destroy it, right? Oh, God is so smart. Okay. Then he sent the plague of killing the, you know, the, what was it? The cattle were sickened or something, and it was only the cattle of the Egyptians, the livestock. I can't remember what. Something happened with the cattle which de- or the livestock which destroyed them. Then the thing with the firstborn. See, the Pharaoh, he just wasn't going to give it up. God had to go for all. And God already knew. The Pharaoh just couldn't stand it. This is how entitled the Pharaoh was. And there are many people in this world today through their own choices, they end up destroying themselves because they just won't bend to the will of God. They'll lose everything, everything, because they just can't stand that there is something above them. They won't submit. So what happened? The firstborn of everyone who didn't paint the blood above their door the way that God had directed, their firstborn was dead including the pharaohs guess what that bent pharaoh's heart a moment a moment in weakness right pharaoh became weakened because his son had died his only son the heir to the throne in a moment of weakness he let the people go but guess what god must have known this too here comes the egyptians the pharaoh can't stand for the fact that he had let his livelihood go. What was he gonna do without this thing that he had he had wrapped his life about about being a ruler above people. Does this ring a bell to some people you may know who are entitled, manipulative, egotistical, all about self centeredness, about the things that they have, they have wrapped their life around this fake material BS. They have no idea who they are truly, have no grasp on reality of who's really in control okay that's i know people like this so what happens the pharaoh rounds up all the men all the warriors all the chariots all the horses left he takes off he's gonna go get the israels one way or another he's bringing them back okay probably leaves behind all the women and children of egypt in pursuit of greed and self what happens? Once the, this was the parting of the water. And the Israelites were on the other side. And as the Pharaoh and all the chariots and all the king's horses and all the king's men were coming across that water divide. In came the water. Now imagine back in them days, you got the chariots, you got the, you know, they're wearing the body armor, they're carrying around all these swords and all these knives, they're weighed down, not a single one of those men survived, even if you think about it, well why didn't they swim? They couldn't swim, their body armor drowned them. What happened was, the Pharaoh lost everything right down to his life. He died. His greed drove him to death. Why? Because he just couldn't admit that there was someone more powerful than him in control. He just couldn't stand for the fact that God had control of the locusts, the flies, taking his firstborn. He just It drove him mad. He couldn't just submit that there was a higher power than him. and he, he saw it the thing was that God saw it God saw it the Pharaoh saw it the Pharaoh saw it and he still couldn't admit it that's just crazy to me once I knew God's power I knew God's power it was over well, there's some things about myself I didn't know but once God showed me I let them go and there are people like that today. That's why this came up. What do you believe? What do you think of God? You you really think he doesn't have control of those things? God has control of a lot of things that people don't think about. Why do you think sometimes our cell phones don't work the way they're supposed to or we have tef- technical difficulties? That's just not fluke or coincidence. Everything has a reason, and the reason is always rooted in God, okay? Somebody comes up and says something to you that forever sticks with you, that's not just a coincidence, that's God. What's the other one that I thought of? The other story. Somebody else where God had control of everything, and they didn't even know it. That one with the pharaoh is a good one, because he wouldn't bend to the to the death. And there are some people in substance abuse. That's why a lot of people die in substance abuse. They just won't let go and surrender to God. They would rather choose killing themselves in sin. They kill themselves in sin. That's what happened. You you die one way or another, or you can live. Um, what is the other story? I had it on my mind when I started this, too. God, help me remember, please. Please. Please! Who was it? It wasn't Joseph. Wow. blown oh another one i always refer to this story judas judas who sold out jesus okay okay and this will judas who sold out jesus right he was all about the money the greed if you if you really get at the details in matthew and you see judas was always handling the money he was always worried about spending the money it was always about money with him god knew this okay and in the end, God used that to drive Judas. And Jesus knew it too. Jesus knew it at the table. Jesus never said anything because this was the way, this was God's will for Jesus to be arrested so that he could die on the cross for us so we could have today the way we have it. It had to happen this way. But God knew that all along. And he used that greed okay, to drive at Judas's heart get him where he needed to go that's why I knew back in 2019 I knew the moment I walked through the jail doors that's exactly what was gonna happen I knew it I knew it I knew it I knew God had finally gotten me where he wanted me I didn't know how I didn't know why I just knew once I walked through the doors because see I've been drinking and cops arrested me for drinking in my car and driving. I didn't think they could. The way everything went down, I couldn't believe they could. But as I look back, that's exactly how God wanted it. He needed to put me in jail. And he used my weakness of turning to a substance because he knew I couldn't resist in the moment of the stuff I was going through to turn back to an old comfort. He knew how to use that to get me where I needed to be, so that he could show me what I needed to see. He's done that a few times to me. Mind blowing? You bet you. Look in your life. God will use your weaknesses. He knows to get you to really see yourself or to get you where you need to go. He did. He used my weakness. He he knows. He knew how to use it to its advantage. God is so smart. When you look back on your life, there's moments I'll be reflecting in my life and I'll go, Oh God, touche. Touche. I don't know how you could have done that. That's really smart. But it's all for the greater good. You know, the Pharaoh, he could have had it better. The Israelites needed to be let go. And the Pharaoh wasn't going to let them go until he died. He wasn't going to let it go. He just couldn't let it go. See, it all comes down, you guys. You have, we have to learn to let these things go. Of who we are not... So that we can become who we are. Because if you cannot let go of who you are not, and if you cannot let go of being above God, you're going to die. You'll die internally. You may not die physically, okay? Like, the Pharaoh, you know, he chose. It ended up going down that way. In this day and age, you may not die physically like that. But you will die internally if you're not dying right now. We all die slowly internally if... We do not surrender to God. It's just the way it is. You choose. That's why the wage of sin is death. You will die internally. So you have nowhere else to go but to ask God for help. And what a beautiful moment that is when you do. Anyway, that is that for today. So I want you to think about that. That's the challenge for today. How do you see God? How do you see God within your life? Do you just kind of see him like you shove him aside underneath the rug and there he has no he has nothing to do with your life? Where do you see him? How do you see him interceding in your life? Do you think you're above him? Are you scared of him? Do you not know? What do you truly feel and be honest with yourself? even meditate on it turn on some music get some myrrh, dab some on your and ask yourself these things what do I what is the truth because until you know your belief system in this world you don't know who you are what is your belief system if it's vague or wishy-washy that's who you are in this world you are a vague wishy-washy person And you need to establish a belief system. And that's the truth of it. Anyway, so I love you guys. You have a beautiful Wednesday. It looks like it's going to be a beautiful day. Please God, let it be a beautiful day. In your name I pray, amen.